0: Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur Movement. Today I am, as always, super pumped to speak to another amazing practitioner who has uh, expanded into uh, a couple of different areas when it comes to the world of being in practice and uh, the world of supplies and how we look after uh, all of our clients with the best tools that we possibly can and uh, I got to meet our amazing guest Linda at our last Nadex and I'm super pumped that she'll be at uh, Nadex 2020. Hey Linda.
1: Hi Tammy, thanks for having me.
0: And uh, tell us where you are today, you are on the move because you spend a lot of time on the road right?
1: I do, yeah I'm actually just driving up from uh, Wollongong actually this morning back into Sydney after some early morning meetings so I hope I don't lose contact.
0: (laughs) I'm excited Uh, here in Newcastle it's a beautiful day and um, I often think about all of our different reps and all of our different suppliers on the road going and meeting all of our uh, practitioners everywhere so that we're all up to speed with what we do. Um, how, How did you get to do what you do now?
1: Um, so I am a naturopath. Um, I grew up in a foodie family. Um, my, when I was born, my parents were restaurateurs. My father's Italian, so they had a, obviously an Italian restaurant. And um, soon after my brother and I were born, though, uh, my dad moved into another area because, as you know, running a restaurant it's 24/7. Um, so food was always a focus of our family. We always had, you know, a market garden in the backyard. I learned gardening and permaculture and all of that from when I could walk. Um, We ate out of the garden, had chickens, hares, you know, everything, you name it, um, as all good Italian families have. Um, And then my dad got, um, he moved into a building and he ended up, he had a massive heart attack when I was five. Um, overseas, actually, we were visiting the family in Italy. Ended up living, we were living there for about six months um, because he couldn't travel again. So when we got back, he um, he was on all these. He went an alter- alternative route, um, and you know we ended up. I think my mum was getting like you know B17 vitamins from the government, and it was just it was this convoluted amazing um recipe of modalities that wow was, yeah and this was like 1976 you know 1977 wow. so it was you know it wasn't really you know what it is today um and so that sort of started the alternative um pra- you know searching for alternative answers in my family so if there was anything wrong, you know, we went to the acupuncturist and all this sort of stuff. So, and and as a child, um, as a my mum used to send me to see Dorothy Hall as a naturopath, oh and my this goodness. was when I was single digits, yeah. Really so incredible. that was how, that was why I was really into it. Um, and then she ended up giving me the Jenny Edgeley book of natural medicine, which I still have, and I pretty much uh, memorized the print off it. So when I was uh, at school, like, you know, year 7 and year 8 I used to, you know, tell, you know, everyone, you know, if you had this going wrong, I was like, you must be deficient in this and you need to eat this. So that was sort of my calling. And then um, I studied. uh, I I travelled a lot um, in my early 20s. Actually, when I left school, I studied at the White House Institute. I studied design, fashion design, and worked briefly in that area. But it really wasn't my calling. I came back to um, this world and I studied in 94 so I graduated in 99 at ACNt. Um, halfway through so I was working at health food stores and doing massage and so forth and then halfway through um, four years of naturopathy I actually bought a health food store on the northern beaches of Sydney. So wow. I started, yeah yeah so I did that um, and then at the same time actually concurrently with studying naturopathy the, and having the health food store, I also um, jumped on board of what was then the, the only the second year intake of doing the matric, matriculation to the to, um, Bachelor of Health Science in Complementary Medicine at UNE. So I did that. Um, yeah, so did, I had the health food store for 11 years um, up until the beginning of 2010. So I... We well, used to practice out the back of the store, um, but uh, halfway through that, you know, I sort of wanted to expand, um, so I ended up taking over a local multi-modality clinic from a lady who was retiring, and um, and so that I ran that. Um, that was up the road, so I just used to run back and forth between the two and plus my own practice there, and um, yeah, and then just. That was sort of 11, 12 years, and then needed... I just wanted a change, so I sold everything up and um, came and worked on the corporate side of of it um, for one of the large companies, which was family-owned at the time, into a repping role. Um, And that was amazing. So I was there for almost nine years. Wow. And then, yeah, and then really, again... You know, there was nowhere for me to go there or, you know, I needed to do more and learn more and so I ended up leaving and I took this role with Designs for Health, um, which is I'm Head of Sales and Education for Australia and um, it really rang true with me. It's a family-owned business. They've been going for 30 years in the US. So there's 30 years of science and information and amazing people behind it and, and not you know, not sort of run by the influence of, uh, you know, external shareholders and so forth. So we're really, uh, uh, at, you know, in a position to do some amazing stuff.
0: Amazing! You have had yeah. such a, a diverse and varied experience in so yeah. many areas of our profession, and even from before you had qualified, like owning a health the health food shop must have been.
1: <laughs> I know. Just- yes.
0: Oh, crazy, absolutely. Just such a huge leap to understand, uh, you know, the market, understand yeah. supply and demand, understand, uh, you know, instantaneous acute consultation and 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 what information is useful and what's not. Yeah. And to then, uh, you know, take on a role for nearly a decade in uh, a bigger organization gives you a, yet another set of skills to understand yeah. uh, what you're yeah. In alignment with, and then, and now, running education side of things—that's even broadening the spectrum even more. What an amazing uh, bunch of experiences you've had! Thanks. Mm, so cool. And uh, what do you? Uh, the the theme this year for Fanatics is uh, love your life love your work yep. and love yourself yep. what do you really love about your work now because you are on the road I know you love uh, variety last time I spoke to you was we yes. yes.
1: so <laughs> um, yeah I guess that's one of the things I love about this role and, and a need for me to change because uh, you know when you're in a, a specific role and the company is like my last company you know it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you know corporate it becomes you sort of become siloed into a position and you don't really have a voice outside of that and so that's you know what I love about this is you know I cross over from sales and education but you know we're a startup so I started before we even had products so you know in the product development side and you know liaising with um, you know the um, marketing people and you know, whether it was packaging and um, legal stuff. And and it's just amazing. It really is an an amazing opportunity. And we're, you know, head by Peter Barricade, who has a world of experience in this industry. And to be able to be mentored by him is um, is gold.
0: Yeah, wow. And it's a really amazing to be uh, then part of a startup. I mean, it's a big deal to be part yeah. of your own startup and your experience with that uh, in the health food shop. And then, you know, it's a it's a pseudo startup when you're taking over somebody else's practice as well because everybody's yeah. so used to seeing the other person and you've got to really re-educate yourself about how to run a, a multi-modality yeah. practice. Um, yeah. And it's a very different kettle of fish to uh, a health food shop. And then to be part of a... Uh, supplier startup uh, comes with some really interesting nuances as well i imagine what yeah. Yeah. 's the um, the most surprising aspect for you about being part of um, you know a product based startup rather than a service based startup because the service is is us supplying information to yeah. Uh, the the general public about their health yep. and their well-being, uh, yep. whereas a product is uh, the whole suite of designs for health um, product range how how yep. does it differ from startup to startup?
1: Um, I guess the difference is time uh, because with information and service you know you can fast forward some of that and get it going you know with not a lot of you know you can work on you know in today's terms you know if you wanted to get going in practice and you just graduated you really could just get out there and you know be working on your website and stuff like that in the back end but when it's product you know you're restricted by time constraints of ingredients um and the ARGT and all of the you know therapy goods act you know there's a time that's involved and it often does blow out.
0: Yeah and I think there's something that we just don't realize as practitioners we uh, I personally definitely took it for granted about where our uh, remedies come from and what it actually takes to get them into a yeah. the safe space that we have in the marketplace to be able exactly. to give them to our clients. Um, exactly. Yeah. So I, I love that perspective. Super cool. And so you're now in an education part of your role as well. Yeah. That's different to yeah. any other part that you've had before. What are you finding interesting about that?
1: Um, I'm I love it. Um, so it's liaising with uh, international speakers. Already so far um, since Designs for Health since we launched, uh, we've had uh, two international speakers uh, come out: Dr. David Brady and also Dr. Oscar Codsey. Um In um, I was I was uh, able to go. to... bringing some amazing education and research uh, around, um, you know, this new phenomena in vitamin E.
0: Mm, wow. Yeah.
1: And so- then another side, um, I think as well, you know, just being uh, working with um, our technical and marketing side of it and, you know, having a hand in, in you know, the writing of technical information and so forth. Um, I did my Masters of Human Nutrition through Deakin a few years ago, so, you know, using that... Those research skills coming back... Yeah, the research skills, Mm. the critical thinking, uh, the writing, um, was after, you know, those years of doing that, uh, doing that Masters degree has, you know, really solidified that, um, being able to do that, so... Mm,
0: that's cool. And yeah. uh, there there was a, a term coined at the last NatX uh, that, that went around for a little while, the hashtag NatStruck. And it's this notion that we get a bit awestruck and a bit starstruck by some of the amazing minds that we have and that we love and that we hear about when we're doing our research into uh, yeah. what type of products and what type of things are helping certain conditions and what's, you know, at the cutting edge. And then we go and meet that particular person. How yeah. do you go with that? I mean, you just said you've been overseas for, for uh, your, your, the parent company was running your conference and you got to meet some of these amazing heroes. You've been already reading their research. Yeah. What's it like to then ask them to come back to Australia? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: actually, they're all dying to come to Australia. Um, you know, um, one of our um, scientific advisory board is Nan- Dr. Nancy O'Hara. So she has come to Australia a number of times to speak. You know, um, last year she did come for the MIND Foundation. So she's uh, she uh, sits alongside Designs for Health in the U.S. Um, so, you know, she's amazing. So, yeah, it is... It, sort of think, oh my god, what am I gonna talk about? I've gotta sound really intelligent and but they're all really lovely people. You know, our industry is full of such beautiful people who are who are very approachable.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree completely with that. And and I know that a lot of people who listen to this podcast and come to NATX do feel the same way about some of the speakers or but it we're all totally human and we're all yeah on the same page with wanting to try and help. It doesn't matter which companies we work for, what yep. backgrounds we're in, yep. we're all on the same team for yeah. getting the best information out there and the newest yep. information to help people yep. in a way that they possibly haven't been yep. helped before. And, yep. uh, and everyone's human. It's so nice to meet people. I remember meeting one of my first, um, uh, yeah, Nat struck types of moments and I, I met uh, uh, Dr. Deanna Minnick and I yeah. was like, what am I going to say? I'm just not yeah. <laughs> And they're just the most lovelier people. It's, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's so cool that that's now part of your job and part of your role. And um, I'm super excited that you're bringing some uh, even more expansive minds to uh, yeah. Australia for us all to ha- take, take part yeah. in and get that new yeah. information. Yeah, and
1: it's about empowering the practitioner. Empowering the practitioner with the information that's relevant today so they can make the right and best
0: decisions for their patients yeah I agree and uh, I think the more that we have the opportunity to uh, get more information the better Uh, I really think that we get to have uh, a level of diversity that um, is I I think everyone can be grateful for so that's super exciting so the other part of uh, NADX is an element of love your life and love yourself and we've often Uh talked talked about the challenge of burnout and in our profession being so rampant have you experienced burnout yourself
1: yes yes um that transition between the health food store the clinic and moving into the corporate side I was definitely that was one of my decisions to move away was uh, burnout um Hmm. it was I had so many hats on and I realized I wasn't I wasn't the best You know, I wasn't 100% together and me and how could I possibly give that to my patients? Um, Because I had a very busy practice as well as staff and and my contractors and so forth. So um, at that time, I I sold everything. I did take um, a couple of months off um, to regroup. And, you know, before moving into the next phase. So I have been there and it's something that still today I have to be on top of. It's like yeah. my default. If I, you know, not eating properly, not exercising, you know, there's so many things that I need to be doing. Um, so I don't slide back there um, as well as the proper supplementation and sleep and, you know, yoga and everything else.
0: Mm. And so... Yeah. Uh, I've I've spoken to a couple of people about this in in all sorts of places and spaces and I just want to get your top 3 fallbacks like if you start to notice those little twinges those little feelings the little sleep stuff or whatever it is that kicks out and gives yeah. you that little red flag what are your top 3 go-to's to keep you Yo- okay um, yeah. yoga excellent
1: yeah yoga because it is if you really am doing it you know you are present and doing yoga practice correctly you are in that space and mind and it is meditation in itself I'm not the best meditator I am trying to get into that but I find I just you know I've got so much going on so I find the yoga practice is a time of meditation in itself Mm. um my other thing is being in nature so Mm. I have to be which is hard when you know I live in the centre of Sydney but it means on the weekend um, you know getting out there going for a bushwalk um, swimming I'm a cancerian I'm, I'm a water sign so my great equalizer is the ocean
0: so yeah and I've um, seen plenty I, I actually follow you on Instagram and I've seen plenty <laughs> of you, you and the ocean and the beautiful surrounds of uh, Sydney yeah. beaches yeah yeah
1: I just it doesn't have to be for me it doesn't have to be you know the expansive beach is that I just have to submerge into water Mm. so I do have many of these little tricky swimming spots around Sydney Harbour that I just you know have to get into the water and I just I it could just be five minutes and then I feel a lot better so that's Mm -hmm. another thing and then just food as well you know sometimes when we get busy you know the I know um from so many other um Uh, people in this industry and this side of the industry, sometimes when you're so busy and so strapped, you know, the the preparing food um, goes, you know, off and you end up, you know, buying food on the road and whatever. And and it really is, you know, when you're buying, you know, something to eat at a cafe, you know, energetically, even the food is not great. And so it's just coming back to making sure, you know, I've got uh, my pantry and fridge full of natural you know organic um produce from the farmers markets and i can create
0: i love that I, I love that i love um yeah. it's one of the things i notice that disappears for me when i get burnt out is actually i stopped going to the farmers markets and i've started yeah. to get supermarket food in my fridge i'm like hmm. oh yeah
1: yeah <laughs> what is going on here
0: <laughs> yeah Oh, my goodness. Awesome. Well, I um, am so grateful for your time today and uh, amazing insights. And I hope that if you are listening and you are a practitioner, newbie or otherwise, and you're considering which different paths you can take and uh, what different aspects that you love about your life that you can bring into your uh, into your world of work I hope uh, that some of these insights that Linda shared with us today that you can take action on and you can feel courage in changing your direction because there are so many you're like a living breathing example of so many different areas Thanks,
1: of profession. Me. yeah there is there is now you know when I finished in 99 it was like there was only going to practice or work in a shop. That was, you know, that was it. So, I mean, we've come, you know, 20, so, you know, 20 couple of years later, it's a completely different world. So the options yeah. are immense.
0: Yeah, and, I, and I'm and i so grateful for your chat today and I can't wait to see you at NatX 2020. And uh, I can't
1: wait for NatX.
0: i can't wait either i'm so pumped to see designs for health there as well i'm so so excited uh to have you and the team at the x-factor awards as well so thanks heaps yeah
1: thanks so much tammy thank you so much